Hey, I'm, and I'm smoking, and we smoking that Lakers pack for all the weak ass Laker fans, but not the real Laker fans, just the weak ass ones like Kyle. Nigga just throwing hands in NASCAR. Yeah, at the end. Wait, the end, problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't What's going on, guys? This is the Totally Blitz podcast coming at you on the Mondays. These are your hosts, Paul, Pickle, Winham, Concha. And the business money-making, man. The nigga that the nigga that does everything better than Kyle because Kyle a bitch. I hope he hears this bitch-ass nigga. Kevin, yeah. Kevin, water voicey boy, a.k.a. the Don P.Y.E., but forever known as the people's champ. What's going on with you, Paul? I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna rap with you, kid. I got like 30, 20, 20 minutes before I gotta get to class. But you know, we had to run this on the motherfuckers one time, man. Let me know, man. What's cracking, man? How's it? Uh, no, no shit, bro. We're gonna have a lot of shit packed into this little episode right here. So first one I want to talk about that I thought was crazy that I saw over the week. I didn't even watch nothing, but over the weekend, NASCAR. You know what I'm talking about? So over in NASCAR. I, I should have did a little more research. Well, I wanted to see the clip. At the end, I don't know what happened, but at the end, there were some punches thrown. Niggas just throwing hands in NASCAR. Yeah, at the end, where oh, the, the drivers, the they met at the end. One driver was pissed off. I don't know something happened or some illegal shit or whatever. So he comes up to the uh, one driver, starts, like, putting his finger in his face. And uh, his so his helmet's off. The one, the one who's starring the shit's helmet is off. The other one, who's a vet, it seems like, has kept his helmet on when he knew he was in He's been here before. Yeah, he's been here before. So you can't tell what he's saying, but it does seem like he kind of pushes the hand out his face and kind of, like, pushes the guy back. And I can only assume he's telling him, hey, bro, chill the fuck out. Yeah, and did it again. And then at this point, three-piece Came came the other guy's way who didn't have the helmet on and was starring all this shit. Yeah. Did he hit him with some sauce at least? Three no, it was sauce. clean. There was salt. Like the first two were on chin, like full. <laughs> and the, and by then he was like kind of like leaning one way, and he and then he kind of had to like because at this point they're trying to break it up. So he had to hit him with that like jump over, reach in, punch. Like he's trying to reach over somebody and punch him. So I I don't think that's normal in NASCAR. But mayhem and NASCAR is crazy. Cause like here's one thing I realized: like NASCAR is not too like the only thing I know anything similar to NASCAR is um I can't remember what the movie's called with Will Ferrell. Oh, um, Ricky Bobby, Talia. Yeah, that. Ricky Bobby. Hey, if you're not first, you're last, and never forget it's the fastest that gets paid. But um, nice. like that's all. I- all I could refer to NASCAR, and I could pretend like I know who Jeff Gordon is and Kyle Busch and all them boys, but nah. But I know for a fact them boys don't throw hands because I shouldn't pop up on ESPN all the motherfucking time. But, like, that's interesting because I know NASCAR is a very, like, skilled and technical sport. Like, even though to most it just looks like people going in a circle really, really fast, like, you would have to win that. So, like, there has to be a technique to that. And there is – I can't tell you what the technique is, but there's a lot of technique. So when somebody does some shit, that shit can really piss you off because it's so meticulous. And even though it's, you got to run around like what, 200 times, 90 times, niggas be winning like this still. All the split second type thing. Like the, every split second matters. 
So some little dumb shit you did could probably like really have fucked somebody up. Like, and like, that's interesting. I, I, I'm actually going to look into that one. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. The only thing I can assume, and I guess I didn't watch this, I don't know, but I remember on I Am Athlete when they were doing some NASCAR episodes, apparently there was a, a in the past few years, there was like another incident kind of similar and what started that one, and I can only assume it's similar to what started this one, the one guy in question, he did some uh, risky plays while, while racing. Like, he was cutting people off and doing some shit where it could have caused – people call it aggressive driving on there, and it could have caused accidents. So, yeah, that's bad. That's, accident in NASCAR is bad. Yeah, like, so I can understand someone being heated over that, but, hey, at the end of the day – I I know for a fact I didn't watch the racing, but here we are talking about it. It's just like the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, you didn't want it, but you, you got it. Speaking of the Oscars, you see my man's got banned for 10 years. 10 years. I mean, I had a feeling something was going to happen. I'm happy they didn't fucking make it a lifetime ban, and I'm happy they didn't try to take his Oscar away because I have a feeling the moment that Twitter was talking about, well, Weinstein still has his 60 Oscars or blah, 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 still, and they're like known rapists and shit. It was kind of like, you're going to take this man's Oscar away because he slapped somebody while these rapists got him. And I, so I was like, I don't think the Oscar's going to take it away. So I was happy they did it. I respect it. I think they had to have done something because they let everything. I feel like they had to do something because a lot of people, white people, would have let that shit um would have been up because nothing happened and you know they're not white people aren't used to that stuff like they're not used to like somebody pulling up and getting hurt for saying something they used to like a bunch of arguing a bunch of, I'm gonna kill you I'm gonna fucking kill you but like it's not no action ever this was one of those times there was actually a lot of even Jim Carrey even was like whoa I would have sued the shit out of him speaking <laughs> of sue that boy Chris is a real nigga for not get picking up no criminal charges but he said he's not talking till he gets paid. Oh, but did you know that um I saw the interview or I don't know if it wasn't a recent interview. People were acting like it was. Apparently, it's like a two year old interview. Apparently, he, uh, Chris Rock is not Aspergers or something, but he has a mental like he actually went to therapy because he had issues, and the therapist diagnosed him with um he's not able to pick up on social cues. So like y'all can be talking and like he won't be able to tell that you're getting upset at him or. Like so, but honestly, I think that's like a, a cheat code for comedians because that means like you you just keep going. <laughs> like, like oh. if you look at if you look at him as a person and his face when he talks and when he says his jokes, he can tell like it's true. Like I watched an hour stand up of him explaining the difference between black people and niggas, and I was like, wow, I'm niggas, and like I was not offended. <laughs> I could just tell that this is the type of nigga he is. Yeah, and, and um, I mean, this ain't Oscar news, but kind of similar to that situation. I don't know. Where Jada, someone said that she might be the worst wife ever made. Like, where she came out and said that she thinks Will Christmas, uh, Chris Rock, uh, Will Smith overreacted, and she didn't want him to smack Chris Rock. So, I mean, that might be kind of conflicting to what the video cameras are showing with how funny Will Smith thought it was to begin. And but at oh, least stand by your guy, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I understand what you mean. I'd be really upset. I'm not gonna like. I don't want. I don't know. I don't want to get too much. I don't like getting into too many people's relationships. But there was also another headline. We don't know how true it is. This was from the New York Post. I don't really know how how good um 
how great a motherfucking, how legible a source that is. But they said that she didn't want to get married to Will in the first place, even though I haven't heard that anywhere else. Only on the New York Post no, said that. That, that, one is, that one is true. Apparently, it's, um, she talked about it on her show. Like this, but it's like another, like a two year old clip that people are bringing back because it's just kind of re- re- relevant again. Yeah, bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. That bitch is pretty, that's, that's not, that's not, I'm not Will. That's all I gotta say. I, I couldn't be Will. I wouldn't be Will. Uh, I just feel like, bro, even when I told my girl. Yeah, right. I I don't know if you saw this one another time. Like, this is all her show because. Get to the curb, my dog. To the curb. His ass, um, he on his show, on, on her show that he says something like he spent three years planning her 40th year old birthday. Right, that shit fucked up. Even her, but I don't even, I'm not good at I don't know all dynamics or everything, but I even her you. mama was looking kind of like, like, and on the episode that, like, Will, like, I kind of don't like this guy. And I was just like, bro, it's just like a family. Like, I don't know, bro. I feel like get, get my boy you Will know. some help. We don't know what happened behind closed doors. I can't speak it. I, that Jade, all we got to say is that Jada and that Will Love line gets more and more confusing every day. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It just gets more and more blurred. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> um. On the other news, though, one thing I wanted to say is uh, put them Lakers, roll up them Lakers, and put them boys in the air because they – is. Packed up and out of there. Hey, I'm and I'm smoking and we smoking that Lakers pack for all them weak ass Laker fans, but not the real Laker fans, just the weak ass ones like Kyle talking about niggas ain't Heat fans, bitch ass nigga, motherfucking. I eat, sleep, breathe, D Wade, bitch ass nigga. Fuck wrong with you, nigga. But it's okay. Your team ain't in the playoffs. He's Gucci. <laughs> Y'all ain't getting no bonuses, and your team's fucking thirty-seven. Yo, bum. And I'm gonna screen record this and put this in the chat. You. Bum. Never forget that. Bum. But, but I find it funny. The Spurs are ahead of them. And I mean, this was like a rebuild year for the Spurs. Uh, the, the Pelicans. who It was a rebuild year for them. Like, yeah, and they only had Zion the whole year. And uh, they, they Brandon Ingram and the boys got the job done, which is like – but but that shit's crazy. I mean, let's go Heat. Fuck the I don't want to say fuck the Lakers. I like fuck. LeBron, but fuck fuck the people who've been talking down on the. I mean Kendrick uh, Nunn. Fuck. Yeah, when Kendrick Nunn signed with the Lakers, and people were laughing at me on Heat Twitter, talking about, oh yeah, whenever the he's gonna go beat up on the Heat now that he's a Laker. That motherfucker didn't play a single game and made a bag just to be sitting on the bench in a, a different outfit every day. Nah, we got a good team. How do you like our team going to the play? I didn't know we had Marcus Smart. We don't have Marcus Smart. You mean Marquise Morris? I thought we had Marcus Smart. I seen a nigga last name Smart playing last night. No. Oh. The Celtics, yeah. though, that, the, he's had to kind of revitalize his career again on the Celtics. Yeah, bro, one um, defensive. Didn't he make defensive first team last year? I believe so, yeah. But I think our team is great. It's um a lot. Like, the three-point ball is very, like, very important. And we're just team. Like, it's very similar to when we went to the finals before. It was like a very team-oriented team where it was, it was like, a very much, like, we're going to keep passing to find the best shot available, and we'll play with odds type shit. Like, oh, like, we have 40% three-point shooters, and 
we might lose the first game or the third game or some shit because we just shoot 20% from the three or something. Like, there, those those games are going to happen, but, but the majority of time we're going to shoot lights out from three, play great defense, and, like, play unselfish I, basketball. I respect that we're better. Like, if you look at the Jazz compared to us, we're a lot better because we um look at Luka. Damn, that boy Luke. Damn, that boy Luke. Damn, that boy Luke. Nice. He just hit a mean and one on the boys. I don't even know why he played last night. But, motherfucking, I think we have a good team. And I like that we're different from the Jazz. We don't live and die by the three. We still can make a presence down low. Jimmy has the mid-range on lock. And Tyler Hero can really score from all over. And he comes in and really gets great minutes. And, like, I look at – I was explaining this shit to my brother, and I was like, as long as we have somebody that's – as long as we have consistent scoring throughout the playoffs, we're going to be a problem for every matchup. Because, like, we, if somebody could drop 30, somebody could drop 20. Like, and it don't matter who. Kyle could do it. We could now Tyler could do it. Jimmy could do it. Bam could do it. Hey, fuck it. If Kyle feeling himself, drop 26 on him real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody can do it, and our bench is going to be deep. Okay? I don't know if Gabe Vincent comes off the bench, but I like him. Motherfucker. It's very weird because um, Tyler Struss, Gabe Vincent, um, Duncan Robinson, all three of them are like, they might start, they might not. Yeah, and we got Spo, the best chess player. I mean, the fact that he's been able to do this as long as he has with the least amount of losing seasons, probably out of every coach that's with the tenure that he's had at them recently. I'm just saying, like he's looking like the real all-time motherfucker. Not like, even recently. I think he cracked. I don't know what number he cracked, but he's on like the top ten list now or something. Like he has a lot of wins. Like when they like people pulled up, he might he's even be like top seven. Like I don't like he was. It was some big accomplishment, and his loss percentage to everyone else in that area. I mean, other than the Celtics legendary coach, uh, our back back in the day, yeah, it was a little different. <laughs> but outside of him, um, his win percentage I think was higher than almost like Greg Popovich and like all the other like big names you would expect on that list. I believe it, man. Um, but like, I will say Greg did have to play a lot more games because he broke into it in the nineties. I will throw that out there. I'm not going to – we can't forget we've seen – that's the greatest coach we've seen of our age, even though we saw Phil Jackson as well. Greg Pop, he's been doing his thing for a while. No, he has <laughs> – I think he broke the NBA. People blame him on stuff, but I think Greg Popovich did. I'm not going to lie to you. But I don't know, though, because look at uh, Spo. Like, I just feel like Spo didn't get in the love because, like, yeah, we had the LeBron run. But then they go everything after. Yeah, then the after LeBron. I mean, honestly, you can always make the argument because like we went to the semifinals that year, and uh, I think we went to like Game Seven, and we we're supposed to have a rematch against the. Uh, we we're supposed to play the Cavs the very next game, and we ended up like not making it, and it would have been like the big rematch against LeBron versus the Heat. Uh, and this is where like Dion Waiters was our like second leading scorer and shit, and then and then we had the Chris Bosh incident with his heart not working and then the Hassan White side and I don't think we we may I think we missed playoff one time in this whole like rebuild era the Tyler Johnson days when he was like our big draft pick and like yeah so like just to be able to stay because even Popovich missed multiple like and then but that's what I'm saying like we had those two championship in the early like 2010s and then 
Four finals, two championships. And then people write us off for probably the next 10 years telling us, oh, our, our time with LeBron was fun. Like, enjoy like, being mediocre now. And then we go back and win it again. Or not win it again, but make it back in, like, 2020. Like, I don't know. Like, that's just, like, a quick recovery time for what people are riding for us. Oh, we did play LeBron, didn't we? So either way, we got the rematch. It was just way late. Yeah. But motherfucker, and we lost. But we played great in the bubble. I think that's what really showed us out because that's the bubble was made for us. And when we got to run, that run was show like, yo, this Spoke can really get this shit done. Like, Spoke's a top all-time coach, man. He's an all-time. Uh, I agree. And uh, they, they were- come playoff time, fucking, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, because like, I think Bam is winning defensive player of the year. And if he doesn't, he's top two. And then I think uh, Heroes got six man a year. That's a wrap. And I'm even saying Jimmy Butler finals MVP. And that's going to be like one of the best. And then maybe Spoke coach of the year. And this might be like one of the best, like on paper, like the like the accoladed season for a team. Yeah, like how the Sixers, they had um, AI, um, the AI Matumbo and um, the coach that one year. Yeah. Like MVP, defensive player. And I think they did have six man too. Defensive player and um, coach of the year. But uh, the other thing, I mean, the only other type of thing was uh, CJ McCollum. Did you see what he did this last game? Or, yeah, I think it was the last game. All respect to CJ, but I forgot he existed. What that boy got going on? So, uh, yeah, a lot of people, he doesn't make too much noise because now he's on the Pelicans and it's like the market's not. I would have Yeah, so that big trade. But I didn't even know people trade in conference. Yeah, no, they traded. The Trailblazers were just like, it's time to change everything. It's too late. They got a lot of picks. I mean, they completely blew that team up, but they got a lot of picks. Uh, so maybe they'll do something with them. But CJ McCollum on the Pelicans. This is why he's honestly a lot of people's like favorite basketball player. Right? He's still just like an average person. He uh he tweets out like probably thirty minutes before game time, an hour before game time, because he wasn't on the injury report, but he was like banged up or something. And uh, people were like, "Why aren't you on the injury report?" And he tweets out saying, "Don't put me in your parlays. Don't bet on me. I'm only playing a couple minutes, and then I'm hitting the bench." So then immediately everyone in NBA is just like, oh, thank you very much. Like, I ain't betting on you. Like, that's all I need to know. Like, oh, you're only playing like five minutes and then you're just riding the bench? Because his over-unders were all the same and shit. So uh, a lot of people on, like, gambling Twitter has been coming out like, yeah, CJ, that's what the fuck we talking about. Like, let us know. That's fine. Motherfucker, you seen what, um, what's bro from the Bucks? I always forget it. I know, you know what I'm talking about, Drew Holiday? Yeah, his, uh. Guys are I like that. Got, Brett got 36K, got the fight. I know that boy sat down happy. He was like, yup, mama got some milk money today. But I like that because that shows that, like, because you always hear about, um, I want to say frustrated players, but there's players when they talk about incentivized contracts and you always give them a negative outlook and like, oh, the teams, the teams won't let you hit those incentives. The teams ain't going to like, so like, I was happy to see that the team instead of like, like they're, they're putting their players first. Like they're like, okay, Drew, like we we want you here. We want you happy. We want to keep you here. We want to make sure you get your bag, even though you probably won't be able to play this game because I guess he was hurt. Mm. We'll make sure you hit. You'll start this game because you hit your you hit your bonus if you start this game, and then we'll fucking send you to the bitch. That's just fine. 
I still don't understand why Ben Simmons isn't playing. Is apparently he does have legitimate. He had to get some back shit done. I didn't know for sure. I thought it was just his uh this like him sitting out BS still, which even then didn't make sense because he was on a different team. But I was still kind of riding that narrative. And then uh then I think Shams. I don't know if it was Shams or the other one, but they talked about how I don't think he's getting surgery, but it was something that they were like looking at. Like the back is kind of really is messed up, like a herniated disc or some shit. Let's see. Pray for that boy Speed Recovery because the Nets is not nobody. Is not is not was not the niggas to be fucked with when they have all three of them boys. And I think that would be a scary sight. That's that's what I the one thing I'm hoping doesn't happen come for these playoffs is him coming back because that can really throw a wrench in my plans for this Heat team. Yeah, don't worry, we got this. And but, uh, yeah. I mean, I know you was watching the fights over the weekend. We don't have to talk it, but is there anything about it that, that like stuck with you? The fights were great. I, I in fact I was wrong as fuck because like even when I was watching these shits, I was like, bro, I'm rooting for motherfucker. I'm I was rooting for the nigga against the motherfucker. I picked. I was like, oh shit. Like I was like, Torres, handle her. I was mad Torres lost. I was like, Torres, what the fuck? What you mean? I'm telling, bro, I'm over here. So I had somebody pump, pull up. I'm telling this guy, like, nah, bro, I promise you, that bad bitch in the blue short and the blue shorts was fucking shit up. I promise you. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, fuck the, the fucking war we saw between Burns and Shamaya. Like, the. Bro, that shit was fucked. And, like, I like how both of them finished. Like, they're on at their post ones. Because, like, they went to war and they said, yo, I'm, like, there was no ass with them niggas straight up fought. Like, and they, they, even when they talked about it afterwards, it was like, he's over here like, fucking Brazilians, man. Fucking Brazilians. That's a tough-ass fucking Brazilian, man. Fuck. Like, you can tell, like, you ever you ever get into a fight, and then you just said it like, you know you won, but it was like, fuck, kid. I'm hurt right now, kid. This was, I'm not fighting that nigga again. Like, you know, there were multiple times where someone could have fucking been out. Like, that shit was just... And then... Right. And I like it was 29-28, so it wasn't like it was like the rest the bull, the bull, judges didn't bullshit, but it was unanimous. But motherfucking Burns, his shit was fuck it, man. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Good fight, man. But every time I get in this case, I'm gonna do whatever till I fucking die. And I was like, these are what I call class act fighters. Like these are world class fighters to me. People that will really sit down and lay it down. Yeah, Burns. Burns didn't even need this fight. Like, that's the best part to me is, like, like Colby would never have taken this fight. Um, Vincent Luque probably would have never taken Like, the other top five guys in that, like, not even top five, but the other, like, number three contender and number one contender. But Burns is just, like, a fucking, like, a true dog mentality of, like, oh, yeah, like, I'll fight him. Oh, y'all don't think I'll win? Oh, I'm, I want to fight him even more now. Who's the champ in that division? Kumar. Oh damn. I don't know. Shimmer can really do nothing with Kumar. But I don't know. This will be that that that's the match. I don't think because they said Burns after if he beats Burns, he's gonna fight Colby. And then if he beats Colby, then he fight for the belt. I personally think that's a little bit and like I don't think I've ever heard of anyone who's ever had to come in and beat the number two, the number one. And like, like usually, if you beat the the number two ranked guy in the division, it's automatically like, okay, this guy yeah. give him a title. And it's, not like, and it's not like Kobe because if Kobe wins, then Kobe has to get it. They got you got to do Kobe Uzman again, and who wants to see that? 
Yeah, so I, me personally, I think they're just making the road. I won't say too tough in Jemai, but like they're making. I think they, 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 I've never seen another one have to fight like back to back. He did fight the number two guys. guy at number eleven, though. Yeah, but there's been. I mean, rankings aren't too because like, even before the number eleven, he was unranked because people didn't know how. So like they, I feel like they kind of gave him the eleven ranking because there was kind of like a throwaway ranking. Like it was like, well, we can't just say he's unranked fighting Burns and then. And then let's move him up to number f- top two if you win. So, like, we have to put him somewhere in the, like, top 15. To, like, if he wins, he didn't make sense. Like, I, it was like a I, – because I, he wasn't ranked after his fights. It was more comes leading into it. Now he's on the ranking boards. And then, I, I, like, I don't know. Rankings are always kind of crazy because if you look at um, Korean Zombie was ranked, like, fourth in that division, and he got the title shot. So like it's always it's like it's hard. Yeah, it's like, like no, it's not I've always never, submit. I've never been a rankings type of guy in the first place. I just saw that. That's what that was my reasoning. Cause I was like, damn, this nigga kind of nice. He's like being like a nobody kind of just like niggas. Really, and he's the fat, massive. Oh, he's a massive um massive favorite. And I'm just saying, like, that's crazy. But nah, I think it makes sense though, cause you do got to prepare. Cause I don't think nobody can be Usman right now. So like, if you want to be, you kind of got to be, kind of got to set up for that and understand. You got to go to hell real quick. And then understand that, like, yo, that guy's a problem. But somebody has to take – I know Dana wanted to take that belt away. I love know Dana loves when belts get to pass. You don't want no forever champion. No. I mean, unless they're a Martin, unless it's like a McGregor or somebody who can oh, – I, I can make millions of dollars every fight. But, yeah. But, motherfucker, then what else did I do this weekend? Well, I went to this Caribbean jerk fest. I'm not going to lie. That shit was – I bet. I bet the food was busting. I wish that I paid, I had to pay 15, which I really didn't. I could have just put on the Google doc. It says, it's one of those things I had to go to because I had to film the poet. And the Google doc was like, did you pay on Cash App? And he said, yeah. And then I was like, and then because I was finna go pay on Cash App, but I got to the cash and I was like, where's the proof saying that like, I paid? Like, where is this? Like, my name is, my name is Cash App, it was dollar sign. I can't throw my Cash App out like that. But my name is my name is not my name on Cash App. So like, where is the proof? Like, where is the proof for that? So I was ended up paying, knowing I didn't. Still paying because a motherfucker on the phone kept telling me, "No, I paid." So that way the price don't go up. And there was a long ass line for the food, and I guess more. And then I bet you a bunch of motherfuckers that didn't pay and just said yes got in that motherfucker, got in that line. And then so that, that when I said it was rationing, Paul, the motherfuckers were rationing food. Like I'm it wasn't if they had charged five dollars to do it, I would have been like, makes sense. And it was in a field and it was cold. Like shit's yeah, I think the people that I don't want to say the shit sucked. I feel like it was a good idea, but like this planning was boom. Those are food, I don't want to say food festivals, but those like big events where they have like the the cake like the food trucks in there that are going to be catering always expensive oh it's like it's always and it's never the, the for the amount of food that you feel like is a, a fair uh, to give you the price for it like oh if you're going to charge 13 something for this and then it comes down and it's like a little bowl like this big it's like that's a disrespect <laughs> I look at that shit like, come on, bro. I look at it like this, right? If you're gonna, if you gonna charge, like, you got, if you're gonna charge thirteen, cause that's a lot. If it's eleven, all right, you can give, you could try, you can do something. Just give me something to fill me up. But if it's thirteen, 
That's a whole you got, meal. Like, you can go sit yeah, down somewhere. I, I better get some leftovers. I better be able to be like, damn, that shit good. I, I want to be able to eat that shit again later. If I can't do that, then I'm, I'm not paying no fucking $13. Like, sorry. Fuck you. All right. But hell yeah. But that's all my time, man. I got to get to class because I'm not going to be there on Wednesday. So I got to come on Monday. So I'm going to be behind. I got to go to a fucking police dialogue. It's like me, it's going to be me and 14 other students and we're having a chit chat with the. I have to practice calling them police and not crackers or 12 or ops. Got it. Holy. Dan, Kevin, we got your buddies coming talking in today. To... But I'm talking my, you know, I'm going there talking my shit. Come on, man. I'm going to be in that bitch. Okay. So I understand that. But like, why do you, why does your, why do your superiors feel like it's okay for people, for people to ride around in neighborhoods they've never lived in and automatically stereotype? Because I've never committed a crime in my life. So motherfucking, motherfucking, but I've still been profiled like this just because of where I'm at and what time am I not allowed to be walking home at 11 o'clock because I, I was up, I was working out till 10 o'clock because I'm trying to go far in my, I'm trying to excel myself as an athlete. Yeah, uh, hey, hey, even yeah, hit him, hit him with all that, hit him with the, the complex jail systems and all that. Uh, and then, oh, don't get me started on probation and parole. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Another moneymaker. Come on, now. You don't want to talk about shit, Paul. But, hey, I got to go, man. I'm about to be late for us. Yes, sir. Well, this has been another episode totally blitzed. I hope you all enjoyed the week. What's up? You motherfuckers. It's motherfucking Monday. Have a great Monday, man. If you don't go get no money, your name's probably Kyle. Passing out the Yo, medicines man. We've been on that rock star regimen Knowing that I'm heaven sent Higher than I ever been I got a problem with